I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In a world with work deadlines and horrible bosses. If you could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. And your team may be in last place. We can all find comfort in sports, like a signal in the sky. Oh, come on. You're going to leave me all alone here with less angry Rosie O'Donnell? They call upon Gwen and Chris with Tony Gwynn Jr. Monte tried to sneak the cheese past the rat there. And Chris Ello. Shostak ready to go. The one-two pitch slider. Strike three. Gwen and Chris starts now on 97.3 The Fan. What's up, San Diego? Live from the Auto Show downtown San Diego. You're listening to Gwen and Chris. The band is back together finally. Yeah. Chris, how it's you doing today? Happy time. New Year, San Happy Diego. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to San Diego. Even Scraby. Even Scrape. Even Scrape. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Hope you had a Happy New Year. Yeah, it's great to be. This is a lot of fun every year to come down to the Auto Show and see all these people out here just walking around. Tons of brand new cars and just... Lots of fun. So uh, we'll yeah. be hanging out here for the next four hours. If you're in, the, if you're going to be coming down here, come down to the uh, the Chevrolet display. Yeah, and you'll find us. We're uh, in building. What is it, Scraby F? Yes, it's between E and F. It's between, yeah, we're right here, F and E, but the, the Chevrolet is right in front of the F doors. We're okay. right there by the Chevrolet thing. So come on by, say hello. We'll be hanging out. And uh, we've got a good show today, Tony. We do. We've we got a good, now. terrific show. Speaking of uh, of the auto show, the chairman, Richard Newendike, will come and join us at 3.35. We we have our Chris versus the fan back. Bethel Duran will come talk a little Lakers basketball with us. Uh, the countdown on Thomas NFL News and Notes. And we're into the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, I need to congratulate my partner here who took down, who, who won the championship of the Pick'em by a, <laughs> what, a point and a half? No, by, well, by a foot. By, I mean, basically. <laughs> yeah, by a foot. Because if Seattle would have won the game that Sunday night game, then you would have beaten me. Instead, uh, San Francisco got the win. So I haven't, it came right down to the final play of the season. That's pretty amazing. It, it did. And I haven't had a chance to congratulate uh, Thomas Andrews for winning the Fantasy Football League Championship. He has been Give very yourself a round of applause that. on the ones and twos back there. Well done, Thomas Andrews. Nicely done. <laughs> but we got a lot of news and notes. Um, I want to start real quick by uh, sending our condolences to the Stern family. Uh, the NBA lost uh, an icon. Uh, David Stern passed away yesterday after the, after three weeks of, of fighting after a, a brain aneurysm he, he suffered. Uh, passed on yesterday. The NBA uh, is at a loss today. No question. I mean, David Stern, look, the thing is I think most people in the NBA really appreciate what David Stern did for the game. Um but it's interesting. I mean, he, in order to to get done what he got done, you know, I, I respect him to the extent that he had to ruffle a few feathers along the way. He yeah. didn't always make the world's most popular decisions. Don't remember that now. There, was, there were some situations where he jumped in. A, I, I'll tell you one thing. In Seattle today, they're probably not 
you know, as sad as other places. I mean, he basically took the Sonics out of Seattle. Yeah. Uh, and there's some, he took there's, Chris Paul away from the Lakers. I was about to say, there's some young Laker fans out here right? who, who so, may not appreciate some of the things that were done earlier. They'll only think about that Chris Paul situation yeah. that might feel a little differently. Save those thoughts because Chris and I will give you our thoughts on David Stern. But I think it, it would make no sense if we didn't start this show off talking about the San Diego State. Excuse me. Our number 13 uh, San Diego State Aztecs taking down Fresno State. We know if you've been watching the Aztecs, the Fresno State game has always been kind of a, a back and forth. It can go either way. And it wasn't pretty last night, but uh, the Aztecs passed their first real test, I think, in a, a stretch of tough games, uh, getting that victory against Fresno State. They, they win that game 61-52. Don't forget now the Fresno State coach, Justin Hudson, used to be one Former of their Aztec. assistants. Yes, so that's right. He knows everything about this Aztec program, and he beat the Aztecs both games last year. He did. So, uh, yeah, that's a nice and win. And they needed the one at the end of the season, and, and he they, still was able to get them. still beat them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a good win. Now, they, now the, you know, the price of poker goes up a little bit because yeah, now you go into Utah State. And they're going to be coming off for a big loss last night. Got blown out at UNLV. So the Aztecs got to somehow find a way to win up there in Logan, Utah. And I can tell you that is a really hard building to play in. Those those fans sit right on top of you, and they are loud, and they are, I don't know, is annoying okay? I mean, <laughs> they're just they, they, they get right inside your skin, basically. So that's going to be a great challenge for the Aztecs. And then after that, I know Wyoming's not having a good season, but I've said it 100 times. Any game at Wyoming is a challenge. It's a tough, it's Always tough a challenge. So those are their next two games. So, But I saw a stat yesterday that just blew me away. So I'm going to throw it out there for the Aztecs and their fans because there's there's only the Aztecs and Auburn now are the only two undefeated teams. Right. And Auburn plays Saturday as well against Mississippi State. The last team to lose a game in college basketball over the last 15 years has gone to eight Final Fours. Mm, I like the way you're thinking. Eight Final Fours, seven championship games, and three champions. Yeah. So you, you may think it's not a big deal to be the final undefeated team, but for whatever reason, it's played out that way over the last 15 years where most every undefeated, last undefeated team, at least half of them, Gone to the Final Four. That bodes well for San Diego State. I say keep going as long as you can. Teams that get this deep into the season with loss, and even not necessarily this deep, they that get deeper than everybody else, create good habits. Good habits last a lot longer right. throughout the season, and that's why you. That's probably why you've seen that number kind of be what it is. Teams that tend to lose last tend to advance further in the in the season and into the tournament. So. Um, I, I hope it holds up this I, year. I certainly am with <laughs> you on that. Uh, Malachi Flynn scored 16-point match. Matt Mitchell added 15. By the way, we'll have starting point guard K.J. Fagan on the show later on today, about 535, to talk uh, a little bit about this undefeated start that they have and the, the challenges that face them moving forward in these next couple games. But certainly uh, that was a nice win for the Aztecs. A lot, of, a lot of talk about this basketball that's being used a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it, it really – throughout the Mountain West. Yeah, Mark Ziegler was on with us uh, Monday, Tony, when you weren't here, and he was telling us that this basketball that they've used now is its kind of like, feels like the old outdoor-indoor basketball that you used to buy as a kid so that you could use it in the gym and outside on the playground. It doesn't have the same good feel as a good, solid indoor basketball, and they're doing it because they've, they've, uh, they're trying to monitor where the ball is on the floor. It's like an analytics thing. To me, it's it's too much technology. Yeah. I, I just yeah. don't. I don't think anybody really needs it. 
And right now, it's the talk of the games. I mean, that's the thing that's disappointing to me. You got the Aztecs 14-0. and You got them undefeated. You got all of the excitement that goes along with that. And all anybody's talking about in the Mountain West Conference basketball are the basketballs. Yeah. And that's, that's the wrong focus. I mean, it tells me that they didn't, they're didn't. they not doing the right thing there. Listen, th- these guys practice enough during the year to get that data uh, elsewhere. I mean, why? And not to mention, we're not not—we're just talking about the from the standpoint of the players, but the fans want to come see a, a good show as they well. They want to see the ball go in the hoop They don't want to see bricks thrown <laughs> up and houses built. So yeah. uh, that's something, that, you know, that only in the Mountain West. I, I know, because like. the score yesterday, I think, was 3-2 to two after the first six minutes of the game. I'm like, what's <laughs> the baseball score? Yeah, what is going on here? But, uh, yeah, these kids are definitely, they'll say it's not in their head. We'll talk to K.J. Fagan about it, but. I think it's a factor right now in the way that uh, not just the Aztecs are shooting, but, you know, Fresno State played with the same basketball, so there was no advantage right, one way right. or the other. But it just doesn't make for a good game, and it just makes for kids thinking about that rather than thinking about playing well. And, and it has us talking about it, which yeah. is the last thing That's you want. That's not what should be uh, on our minds. At, at all. All right. But nevertheless, we have a jam-packed show. Jerry Brewer, Washington Post, will join us, give us his thoughts on, on David Stern's passing. Uh, it's nice to be back, guys. Good to see you. Glad we could get back, get the band back together. We're going to step away, take a break. When we come back, there were some ball games that have gone on. Some good ones. Uh, some really good ones. The Robos in particular last night was a terrific game. Uh, we're going to step away, take a break. When we come back, we will talk about that Rose Bowl. This is Gwen and Chris. Welcome back, everybody, on 97.3 The Fan. Here is Anthony Lottie, an average of 40 yards per punt to punt it away. And he dropped it. Ball on the ground. Oregon Brady Breeze has got it. Brady Breeze is going to score. What a Rose Bowl yesterday in Pasadena. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris, broadcasting live from the San Diego International Auto Show at the Convention Center. We'll be here till 7 o'clock this evening. Chrisella along with Tony Gwynn Jr. and Matt Scraby. Let him out of the studio today, a rarity. But uh, always Sometimes not. we got to let him out. I know, we got to let him out. The thing is, is we really got to let Thomas out because Thomas, <laughs> Thomas has deserved that, and Scraby <laughs> keeps sticking him in the studio, and, and you keep promising that you're going to let him come out. It here. is not me. It I think not is me. it is. Uh, it's our boss. <laughs> Blame it on the boss. So, <laughs> so if Thomas came out here, what is the boss worried about, that you would not be able to handle things back in the studio? Is that oh, the problem? Oh, man, it's January 2nd, Chris. <laughs> is that the problem? <laughs> well, what's the deal? No, the problem is I don't think can set up this side of the broadcast. Oh, yeah. I Odd lava. Thomas Sorry, Thomas, you got caught in a trash talk for no reason. <laughs> Odd Thomas can do anything. <laughs> to be fair, don't I've never got a that. chance to set it up. Oh, he said he's never gotten a chance to set it up. All right, I'll show you. I'll show you. There you go. All right, there you go. Oregon beats Wisconsin 28-27. Uh, you heard the one touchdown there. The kid just dropped the punt. Should have tried to kick it. <laughs> I mean, once he dropped it out of his hands, he should have just at least swung his leg, but he just dropped it on the ground. <laughs> right. And Oregon picked it up and ran it in for a touchdown. That was one of the easier scores. But uh, four turnovers for Wisconsin. I actually thought Wisconsin had a better team than Oregon during the course of the game, but that's what I had. Four turnovers and e- great equalizer, as they were, Tony. And uh, I'm glad for the Pac-12. They needed a win like they that because USC did. got blown out in the Holiday Bowl. Utah got blown out in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, you know, it was looking bad again for the Pac-12. It was looking like another, you know, weak offseason or weak bowl season. So uh, that win by Oregon gave them a little boost. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think, uh, I think initially going in, you would have thought, 
Oregon had the better team. Wisconsin was the more disciplined team. As it turns it out, turned out the, opposite. the opposite way. Wisconsin uh, seemed to have the better team, but was less disciplined than Oregon. They had committed a lot of turn, uh, a lot of penalties in yeah. that game. They turned the ball over. Uh, two things that you normally can't do in order to win a football game. No, and then they had a they had kind of a I don't want to say it was a bad call, but a disputed call at the end of the game. Wisconsin was driving down trying to get in range for a go-ahead field goal and. Uh, they got down there, but then uh, the pass play was called back on pass interference, offensive pass interference, so that brought them back. And they showed the replay two or three times. It didn't look like there was any pass interference anyway, anywhere. Right, right. But, uh, you know, that's the breaks of the game. I, I don't think if you're Wisconsin you can blame it on that. It's, you know, it's one of those things where you just had a whole bunch of things go wrong and Oregon's took advantage of it. The, other, the interesting game yesterday I thought also, Tony, was Minnesota beating Auburn. And the reaction to that, which is, well, I guess Auburn didn't care. because That's always you know, the reaction from right. SEC teams that's that get my whole, That's my exact point. If you're an SEC team and you lose a bowl game, you didn't lose because you're not better. You lost because you didn't care. It, it, and that's really unfair. That's taking it all away from Minnesota, which played a great game, dominated the game in every statistical category, and deserved to win that game yesterday. Give Minnesota their props. Just because an SEC team loses a game, it doesn't always mean that they're just not trying. And, and, and by the way, that's not a good excuse anyway. Like, no. what, what does that say about your conference? Yeah, that we're team, so if, we're, if you don't so get arrogant. to the national championship game, you're yeah. just not going to play the rest of the season. We're so arrogant that we can't even you know find a way to get fired up for one of these bowl games. But you know, Alabama played fine. Georgia played fine. Yeah. So. You know, that's just not a good excuse, and I, and I don't like to hear it. Auburn had a really good team this year, but Minnesota outplayed them yesterday. That's all that happened. It's not. It had nothing to do with, well, Auburn didn't want to play the game. Um, I, I really believe Auburn did want to play the game. They just weren't as good yesterday. That's all. So it is okay. stop doing that. Uh, it, it, it is perfectly fine on any given Saturday or whatever day it is that you guys play uh, that you can get beat. That goes for every single team in the country. It's not just – SEC team. So uh, I, I hear that same excuse a lot, and it, it's a tired one. So I guess if Clemson beats LSU in the national championship game, then what? LSU didn't feel like they, being there? They, they, you know, we, it wasn't it wasn't what they wanted. <laughs> Who do you like in that game early on? Uh, it's early. Have, have you started thinking about it? It's still a week and a half I, away. I like I like. Whew. Early, I like LSU. Right yeah. now, if, if you force me to make that, early. that pick, I like LSU. I'll tell you what, Clemson sure showed a, the medal of a championship team. And that's the thing. Every that's time, what was, I was impressed with. It seems like every time Clemson gets put in one of these spots where they're being doubted, they tend to rise to occasion. I don't remember the Deshaun Watson game uh, against Alabama. What was yeah. that, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Or maybe three years ago now. Uh, a lot of people had Alabama winning that game. And uh, it just seems like just when you start to count Clemson out, they seem to rise to the occasion They're down 16-0. Their quarterback almost gets knocked out of the game. They're playing a great team, Ohio State. It yeah. wasn't like they were playing a weak team. And they come back and win that game. I thought that was really impressive. LSU was just so dominant over Oklahoma, I couldn't even tell how good they were. I've never seen a game where the score was 49-14 to at halftime and the quarterback had already thrown for seven touchdowns. This is a playoff game. It was crazy. I mean, with all due respect, the Big 12 has been the one conference that has really done a terrible yeah. job in the bowl season i think they're one in five texas got their only win and oklahoma just did not <laughs> they did not belong on the same field as lsu frankly and that's that's just too bad you get to play off of four teams you'd like to believe all four teams have a chance to win i i think the days of certain conferences dominating bowl bowl years year in and year out 
It's just too much parity, it seems like, across the nation now. Where, you know, in, in past years, you could count on the SEC, the Pac-12s, them running the gauntlet when they got a shot. But nowadays, it just seems like every year it's going to be a little bit different. Some years, SEC will look great. Some years, they won't. And that goes for all the other conferences, too. Yeah, don't forget, the SEC last year, I believe, was four and four in bowl games. It's yeah. not like they always go 10 and 0. But people That's think, the perception. But the perception is that the SEC just goes 10-0 and 0 unless they don't care. And that's just, <laughs> right. that's just really not fair. Minnesota played a really strong game yesterday. Congratulations to those guys. Uh, last night, did you – you're the biggest Laker fan I know. Yes. Did you at all just go ahead and say we got this game locked up? I did. You did? I did. You're it, up 31 it, points at halftime. And the Phoenix Suns, come on, Here's how end up it, getting within like six or eight points in the fourth quarter. Here's how it went down last night. I'll give you my night. Give me um, the rundown. I got to start it late on the game. So I turned off all my uh, notifications because right. I didn't, just in case I didn't get to the end of it in time. Um, I start watched the beginning of it, and the Lakers are blowing it. I watched probably close, close to the first in the whole first half. I happened to see the score. So I'm thinking, okay, there's no. They must have. This must have been like a gradual. They came back. They got through pretty much all of the third quarter too, up by a lot. Yeah. Before I stopped watching, only to, you know, finish it this morning to see. This is how they ended up only lose, only winning by ten points. They won by ten points again. They're up by thirty plus at home against a. I mean, know, Phoenix has improved, but uh, LeBron anyway. and LeBron and AD had to come back in the game. After yeah. playing the entire third quarter. And that's something the coaches don't like to have no, to do. When no, you take well, your starters out, you do not want – you tell your bench guys, don't do your make job. me put the starters back right. in. Right. Vogel had every he – let, he let AD and LeBron play the entire third quarter thinking they're not playing the fourth, right. only to have to bring them back in. So I'm, I'm sure he, I'm sure they uh, they caught an earful for that. <laughs> well, it's all right. At least the Lakers have kind of snapped out of their losing streak. They had the little, what, four-game losing streak. Now they've won three in a row since then, so they've got uh, all is better in the ship righted a little bit. But, uh, yeah, last night that had to be a little bit of a crazy game. Uh, what else happened on New Year's Day? Got the Aztecs win yesterday over Utah or over Fresno State. Utah State coming up next. Got the NFL playoffs coming up this weekend. We'll talk about those. Probably a lot more tomorrow on the program. But uh, first glance, um, I don't know. What do you think about New England? I, I mean, that's the question everybody's this asking right now. This is the first year that I I don't trust New England. Everybody doesn't trust New England, and that scares me because you know what? That's just what they want you is not to trust them. But they've been trying they to just, turn it on like this though all year, they, and that, they can't. And they they just seeming like they can't quite get it to that next year. No. And Tom Brady said after the game Sunday when they lost to Miami, he said, "I just had a bad game." Well, that might be true, but he's had a lot of bad games this year. That wasn't yeah. the first bad yeah. game he's had. Number one, he struggled. Number two, even if Tom Brady had a bad game. What is the New England defense doing giving up 27 points to the Miami Dolphins? Hey, hey, at your, home. your man Devontae Parker was giving it to uh own that guy. <laughs> was it Stephon Gilmore? Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, he, he was Stephon, that's the first I've watched a lot of New England games for the first time ever in my yeah, life this Parker year. Parker looked really good. And this is the first time I saw Stephon Gilmore look like he didn't want to be out there. No, Devon Park Devontae Parker was just going to town on him and Fitzpatrick was picking on him. He was, was picking, picking on him. On him. That picking was crazy. On him. I mean, that was, yeah, you don't expect to see that. So now we'll see if Tannehill can pull it off in his first playoff game. There's your guy. And beat the Patriots. Tannehill, your old guy. My old guy, Tannehill, has just had the remarkable, amazing season. We'll see if Tannehill can do it. I hope he pulls it, it off. Me I too. Really do. Well, I, 
<laughs> it's hard to say he will. I'd like but. to see him pull it off, but I don't. I, I wouldn't bet too much on. He yeah, won AFC Player of the Month for Was December. Really? Yeah. yeah, good for him. So that's another list of things that I'm, happen I'm, when you leave the Dolphins. I'm never bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never mad at, at a guy who is seemingly starting to put it together after some disappointing years. Yeah, but Tannehill is a. He's been healthy too. I hate to say this. This is going to sound bad. But he's a choke artist. <laughs> I've seen it in my dolphin rooting career. And so he's going to have a chance to change my thinking about that this he weekend. So he if, he, if he plays well this Don't weekend. Don't let him get a lead and let New England come back. It's only right. going to pretty much stamp what you just said. Exactly. So we'll see how that goes. All right, we'll talk NFL playoffs a lot more tomorrow. We'll have our picks for the games. That's coming up. But we're at the San Diego International Auto Show. The chairman, Richard Newendike, is here. We're going to visit with him a little bit next, find out what's going on at the International Auto Show this year. Chris versus the fans right around the corner. Stick around for some trivia. It's Gwen and Chris rolling till 7 o'clock. This evening, live auto show, convention center, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Live from an international auto show. Gwen and Chris, Tony Gwynn Jr. Chris Ello, the band, is back together after the new year has arrived. And joining us on Gwen and Chris, Richard Newendike joins us, auto show chairman. Richard, how are you doing today? Really good. Good. It's a great day to be in the automobile business. It, it is. It is. You got a lot of beautiful cars out here. Uh, tell us a little bit about what goes in to an international auto show. You got car dealers, car different cars from all over the place here today. Oh, we got we got a lot of cars. Four hundred cars on display. Wow. Over a hundred that you can drive. It's EV day, so electric car day, huh? Electric vehicle day. We also have twelve. EV cars you can drive today, so it's a great place to be. I mean, I look at this and go, if these are my customers for the next 12 months, I think you're in good I'm a pretty happy <laughs> guy, guy, right? The stock market goes up, the car people come in and look, and everything is good. Yeah. Cars are just, uh, you and I were talking a second ago, it just seems like cars are so much better now. I yep. mean, honestly, in the last 20 years, it, it wasn't something that I slowly noticed because I remember, you know, in college, every time I got in my car to drive somewhere, <laughs> it was, breaking it was down. a question as to whether I was going to make it, right? But now, I ne my car's never broken down, and it, that's pretty much around the whole industry. They've done, they've, they've improved cars so much, and I don't know that all of us have noticed that necessarily. Yeah, the, the product quality has really improved, and the way they fix them. You know, it's not a bunch of guys with greasy hands fixing your car. Yeah. They're hooking a laptop up to your car, and the computers in the car are talking to the laptop, and they're fixing this stuff. And it's making it so that we get so much new technology in the car so quickly yeah. and increased reliability. I mean, how many, I mean, you, people are buying a new phone every year because it gets to, you know, it's not good enough. Got to keep up. Cars, they just keep beefing them up, spiffing them up, making them better. And we've got cars of every kind here. Just about every kind of car is man, is shown here. I don't know. Did you guys go down to the exotic vault? I, 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 I hadn't got down to the vault. I got down to right around Land Rover, Jaguar, and then I had to come back because the show got started. Okay, so you're not quite walking far enough. You no. need to get your steps in, Tony, right? Because all the way on the other end are the cars that we want to really look at. Okay. Guys like us, we go, oh, how about oh, yeah. a drop-top Rolls Royce? Ooh. Yeah, that, you know, that's okay, right? It seems funny. It's they okay to dream. Yeah, I think I rode door on the wrong end. end. <laughs> Did you rode in one one time, yeah. yeah. I think I dreamt about one once. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, I'll take whatever I can get. Right. You know, we've got a lot of manufacturers on display. We have some cars that 
I joked with you guys earlier about how I got in the car business before you were born. That may or may not be true, but I have some cars that were built before you and I were born right. here on I display. I saw some of those, yeah. And That's we've awesome. got cars you may never get to buy. So we've got some concept cars here that may or may not ever make it to the market. Now, for those who never been to a, an international car show or for a car show in general, what what is it? How? What are you allowed to? Can you buy cars here? How, how does it work? There's no there's no selling of cars here. Okay. So it's really good for the consumer. You don't have to worry that some guy's going to walk up with oh, right. you know a plaid jacket on. Oh, that's stereotyping. <laughs> they still wear plaid jackets right? when they sell yeah, cars. I'm glad I didn't wear one today, right? <laughs> and and tell you, hey, listen, if you'll do it today, here's what I'll do. That's not going to happen here. Okay. We've right. got really good top quality consultants, product consultants in. So every you can learn one a little bit venues. about it. So they'll teach you all about the car, and if you were thinking, well, I I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I want to look at this one and this one and this one. we got someone to teach you about all three cars, and you can make a better decision. And a lot of those you can go outside and drive, and you don't even need the dealer yet, right? So it's really a good environment and a good environment for families. The, I don't know if you did you go this way and go down to Camp Jeep. I haven't gone down to Camp Jeep. Oh, my gosh. Come on, okay. Tony. <laughs> so I should have got I should have gotten here earlier and take you guys on a tour. Yeah. So I'm happy you're asking me about this because Camp Jeep is amazing. Uh, uh, is that the one that there's a line down there yeah. for? Okay, yeah. I saw Camp Jeep, but I haven't been in yeah. it yet. So there's a line down there. You get in a Jeep, and they actually show you the point where it's like blue sky corner, right? You're yeah. looking down, and you can't see the ground, and they're keeping on going, right? Right, and right. And the wheels are half off the ground, so it's really a super cool way to go experience what a Jeep can do for you. Now, we don't recommend you go grab a new jeep and run out and do that but it's really cool to know you could what's new at the auto show i mean uh, we've had it here for how many years so like 20 30 years trying to figure out last year how oh no we're way longer way than longer than that wow. way yeah. longer than i know that. i've been doing shows here for a long long time so yeah. this yeah. is one of the top 10 auto shows in the nation and the second largest in California, only second to LA. Okay. So when people come into here, they're not coming down and seeing eight different guys got together and put their prettiest car in. You're coming down and seeing 400 You're cars. You're going to whole deal. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's put on by the San Diego New Car Dealer Association. And we spend the whole year getting ready to do this from talking about who's going to be where, who we're going to add in that doesn't, doesn't sell cars. So, you know, you can go down to the massage area down here. When you're tired, after looking <laughs> at all the cars, yeah, and a chair will give you a massage. Wow! All right. I know you what you guys were thinking. That's not going to happen. Right? But the <laughs> chair, we're thinking. the chair will take care of you, right? Right, no doubt. Um, you mentioned the the exotic vault. What's what's the most expensive ride you have here today? Rolls Royce. That's the that's but the, There's Aston Martins. There's Rolls Royce. The, the two new Bentleys. 
Those are good looking yeah. cars. Uh, Lamborghini. The Lamborghini SUV, which is really cool looking. They have a Lamborghini SUV? Yeah. Now. Hmm. You know, we're, they have a, Lam- a Rolls Royce SUV. SUV, but it's not here. Okay. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of cool things to see down here and a great environment for the family. You bring them down, buy them some pretzels, get them some, you know, get the kids all tired and worn out. Yeah. On the way home, they fall asleep. Everything's good. Richard Neuendijk is with us, the uh, chairman of the auto show. And the uh, show runs through Sunday. And you said the family day was, was Sunday, Sunday, right? So that's the day to bring the kids day. out if you're Well, you can bring, thinking, them, bring day, them any day, but, but they're if you free on see, Sunday, right? If you want to see Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, you oh, to come on man. Sunday. Now, we're, we were talking. I'm trying to figure out how I get Spider-Man into the... I- in onto the ceiling and then back down to the I was, kids. I so was telling Richard, if he finds a way to pull that off, people will be here not to see the cars but to see Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll find out how good <laughs> Spider-Man is, right? Yeah. Like, so in the movies, he does a lot of crazy stuff. If he can't get to that ceiling, I don't know what we're going to do with him. Very true. Uh, Richard, we certainly appreciate your time coming on today. You have a tremendous show, tremendous floor right here with all these beautiful cars out. Uh, and, and hopefully we can get some more people out here by, by the weekend. Well, I certainly hope so. we got beautiful cars and beautiful people in great weather. I mean, it doesn't get much better than this, right? No, this Not is fantastic. All. Let me sneak one more question before we let you go. Uh, if we were to sit here in five years, seven years, and interview you about the car show, what do you think we might be talking about in cars that we aren't yet talking about now? Well, some of the things I think we'd be talking about would be similar, right? We're all trying to wait for that car that can drive us. Oh, right. Yeah. Or yeah. fly us. Or fly us. <laughs> Back to the future, too. That's yeah. what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Us, working yeah. on the flying car for us. Yeah. But I think we'll also be looking at technologies that we don't currently have. Ways that you can see around corners. I mean, you now have cars that can see a couple of cars ahead, and they can help you anticipate that. And, and seat belts that grab you before you even know there's a problem. A lot of those things are coming. We're going to see that go even further. Beautiful. With the use of AI and, and the ability to kind of predict what what's going to happen around you and then of course increased numbers of electric vehicles almost every manufacturer is moving into the electric vehicle range whether in the in an actual electric vehicle or they're now coming out with ones that are not really a hybrid but it's not far off from that you have an engine that simply charges the battery so you can go a much longer range and that's the as we're talking about EVs today, the biggest thing that people ask when we were over there today is, how far can I go? Well, when we get that, how far can I go to be over 1,000 miles, 1,500 mm, wow. miles, things like that. It's a game changer. Then all of a sudden, you're going to see a whole different, I think, realm of where we're going with cars. Awesome. I love cars, so this was a That's perfect fun. interview for me. Uh, Richard, we appreciate your time, as we said, and uh, have a good weekend. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thanks no for having us out today. No problem. You bet. Richard Neuendijk, uh, Auto, Auto Show Chairman here at the International Car Show. Getting it done. Sounds good. We got a, a, a Chris versus fan coming. We got some lines available. Get your calls in now, 833-288-0973. Uh, we haven't had a game in a while. At least, let me say this. I haven't had a game in a while. No, I, it's I, been a little I, while. I, it's been a little bit. Uh, Scraby was so livid on uh on Monday, oh, the, did final, you, did you the get final show of the year, he could not find a winner. <laughs> he was not happy. Oh, you know, well, hopefully he's uh, – usually when that happens, we're short he on questions. Down, <laughs> but he bears down on the questions after that. He does. So. He does. So, again, get your calls in, uh, 833-288-0973. Uh, do we have some time or do we want to get right into Chris versus the fan? We got time. We got what are we time. giving away? Today, movie so passes know. to Ultra Star Cinemas in Mission Valley. Okay, thank you. Did Richard. he say? Um, 
Lamborghini SUV? He did. He yeah. did say Lamborghini SUV. Do you want one of those? Uh, yeah. Would you like Tony and I to reward you with one of those for your fine service to our the program? Uh, yeah. We'll get uh, your game up, we'll Andy. You up. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I, I will be going down to that vault when the too. show is over. We might need some more A-list celebrities on the show to consider that, Strapey. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah I, mean, I didn't say do. it was going to come from us. I just said we could pop, maybe maybe make it happen. Don't get my hopes up. I don't think so. Hey, if you come down to the auto show, we're at the Chevrolet display. That's where we're broadcasting live from, so uh, make sure you come on by and say hi. We'll be here till 7 o'clock. And uh, as uh, Richard said, the auto show goes through Sunday right here at the San Diego Convention Center. And... Uh, it's pretty crowded today on a Thursday, so I imagine by the weekend it'll be uh, jam-packed in here. I don't know if he said this on the air. I was listening, but I didn't hear it. He said yesterday it was twice as busy here. Oh, did he? On New Year's Day. I didn't. Well, it was the that. first day of it open, too, so yeah. it makes some sense. Twice as busy? Like, it looks pretty busy to me right now. Yeah, twice hey, no, as busy it's definitely be busy. crowded. Yeah, it probably was crowded yesterday. Yeah. All right, let's get to this uh, Chris versus the fan. First one of – this is the first – you guys doing yesterday? No, we were not going to have a show yesterday. That's right. First one of 2020. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Chris versus the fans at stake today. Family four-pack of movie tack tickets to San Diego's hometown theater. Ultra Star Cinema in Mission Valley. You know the deal. Call in. Get yourself in line. 833-288-0973. And then Scraby will explain the rules. Uh, yes, I will. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will make it get more difficult. Time out. Time out. What, did what, was the, what was the tune you were singing here? Yes, sir. Yes, you know, I don't know why I do this, but when I'm trying to stall for time, I sing. It's like, it's like okay, if I'm going to stall for time, I'm going to entertain you at the same time. Thank you, Scraby. Clearly. Very Each nice question is going to get more difficult. I mean, I've been reading this for a year and a half now, but if you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you are eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question. Question. Or win. All right. Do we have any lines open just so people can get in there if they're not in? We yet? have one line open. I'm going right. to paste this in there, Tony, for you to get our callers. We have no cities because Thomas is by himself. 833 288 If you want to play, get your. Uh, we got one line open for you. All right. Let's get to our first contestant of 2020. Wow. Ron, you are on, Gwen and Chris. Happy New Year, my man. Happy, happy 2020. Yes. Happy, uh, happy, Ron. All right, let's get to this. <laughs> happy, 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 Mark Ron. <laughs> let's get to this first question. What team was Jack Del Rio's last head coaching job? Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Jaguars. That is incorrect. Chris. Stop eating Did he go to the Vikings? That's your guess? That's my guess. The Vikings is also incorrect. Ah. What? It was the Raiders. Jack Del Rio is a Raiders, too. He was a Raider head coach. Ron, you hang on for the second round. Let's get to question number two. Who is currently, let's try it again, who is the current manager of the Anaheim Angels? 
Joe Madden. Very good. Joe Madden is the correct answer. God, they nice change work. like every six months. It, it really does, especially as of recently. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. I wanted to be the Padre manager, but it didn't happen. I think you are in a, you're not in that boat by yourself. I think a lot of people were anticipating that being the um, the call. The Padres elected to go with Jace Tingler. All right, here we go. Question number three for the family four-pack of movie passes to San Diego's hometown theater, Ultra Star Cinema here in Mission Valley. The Aztecs are off to an undefeated start. One of the players that has helped them, K.J. Fagan, transferred from what school? Santa Clara. Santa Clara is correct. Oh, my well goodness. Done. The first winner of 2021. Dang. Congratulations. Not only did you run the table, you've also left us with about seven minutes to burn here. I know. Yeah. I was just about to say. <laughs> I hate it when it goes too long, but I hate it when it goes too short. Hang Thanks, on, Ron. Hang on the line, Ron. Congratulations. We'll get you those movie stars. Don't tell Ron passing. to hang on the line. Tell Ron to start talking. we got to fill seven minutes. <laughs> Man, he just burned through those questions, Scraby. Nice. Nice work. All right. So he wins today. That's the way it goes on Chris versus the fans. Sometimes that's why you want to get your call in early. And be early in the rotation because every now and again somebody takes it down right away. Sometimes it, nobody ever gets it done, so. and it saves me questions. Yeah, but did you hear this? Now here's something you don't know, Tony. But me and Scraby were talking last week about the potential, and I keep I've been bringing this up for a year now, getting some oh. sort of re- reward out to the listeners if yes. they win Chris versus the fan. Yes, we've kind of given up on the trinket idea. Yeah, no, we haven't. <laughs> we, well, we've kind of we've given up, but on we've it. had a better idea come along. Somebody called in a couple of weeks ago or last week, last week when or you were Monday gone, or something, whatever it was, and said, "Why don't you guys do bumper stickers?" And a bumper sticker would say, "Hey, I took down Chris versus the fans on 97.3, the fan." So everybody who wins would get the movie tickets, and we'd send them a bumper sticker. They could put it on their car. It would be a. It would be a. It would be a. Just that a hoot would be to be legit. driving around and seeing something that on. And then, that can't cost that much. Getting those well, things made. Well, not only that, oh. it gets better. Somebody called us in our break right after we came up with, the, or I don't know if we came up with the idea. Whoever came up with the idea about the bumper Someone stickers, did. someone get it and said, "Hey, I want to sponsor the bumper stickers." So that's it. We're, we're so like, I got his information. Getting, yeah, I, it's it's working. But the only thing is, like, he didn't say just the bumper stickers. He said he was willing to sponsor the trinket. So, do we really think bumper stickers are are, are a thing of the twenty twenties? I, I think. Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question because people don't use wear uh, put them on their cars as much as they used to. That's for sure. I but I do like that because it would be really fun to drive by someone with a Chris. 100%. I beat Chris. Bumper I beat Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's more uh, more uh, eyes for our show. You yeah. see somebody yeah. dri- driving behind it. Behind be like, that. What is that? Oh, oh, they beat they beat Chris and Chris oh. versus the fan. Yeah, yeah. That'd, I, be sweet. that'd be legit. I like the bumper sticker idea. I bumper know. sticker idea is good if people would put them on. At least they could stick them in the back of their windows. Maybe if people true don't, people don't. I do mean, you don't have to stick the bumper sticker yeah, on I still, there. I still see lots of bumper stickers. Yeah, I'm not, still I, people do it. It's usually something mocking Trump or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, those are our bumper sticker people in this world. Yeah, mocking Trump or or supporting Trump. One of the two. One of the two. Yeah. I no joke ran into someone at the grocery store who was checking me out, and he looked at my ID, and he said, Screamy, 
why does that sound familiar? And we went through the whole rigmarole, and he goes, every time I call in for Chris versus the fans, I always know the questions, except for when I call in. <laughs> so I said, keep calling in, buddy. That's how it usually works. Though. I said, you get the- a new, new lease on life every single day. That is the ballad of a uh, Chris versus the fans player right there. You yes. always know everybody else's questions. But Until you get on it's there. It's different when you're on there. I do have some sure. good news about a, a former Aztec football player, though, because you know that the Redskins are – I don't know if they've officially hired Ron Rivera, but it's pretty widely reported he will be the next Redskins yes, head coach. Yes, they have. They have a, in fact, he was at a press conference today. So oh, yeah, and, and Daniel Snyder said happy Thanksgiving it, to everyone. Did he really? Oh, he did. Good. He's he clearly been in a dungeon for quite some time. Happy I feel bad for Ron Rivera. I, did, I think he's a good, he's a two-time coach of the year, but he's going to have a lot, a lot of deals. Do you know what this there. is probably the equivalent of, uh, and minus the end of the tenure. Uh, this is probably like when Doc Rivers went in under uh, Donald Sterling there for to, for the Clippers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Doesn't matter how good you are, like, you're going to be. He was able to make them a playoff team despite that, but getting beyond that. It's going to take something else. But what I'm getting to is that Kevin O'Connell was the offensive coordinator of the Redskins. I was kind of worried that he was going to lose his job because that's what happens when they bring in new coaches. But what I'm reading is that they're going to keep Kevin O'Connell on the staff, and so he'll get to work under Ron Rivera. That doesn't necessarily mean he'll be offensive coordinator, though. No, but he's just going to be on the staff. He'll be on the staff. It doesn't look like they're going to get rid of him. And uh, uh, Gerald McCoy of the Panthers, who played under Ron Rivera last year, and he said they asked him about, you know, what are you going to, what can you tell the players of the Redskins? He said, "This is the best move of your career bringing this guy in." So. Well, I think it was a bad move by Carolina to. to oh, there's no doubt. I, I really do. I mean, when you win a two-time coach of the year, you can coach. And just because they, again, Cam Newton got hurt, and the backup guy wasn't that good. That's not Ron Rivera's fault. I mean, you almost feel I, like I just he didn't get that. You almost felt like the owner, ownership there was was you know he was a new owner, his new toy. It so almost seemed to like he statement. he wanted to do this. It's almost like he was hoping that this would be the scenario, so that it'd be easier for him to do this this way. But it's well, going to come back and bite him, I believe. Yeah, I agree. So I, I think Carolina is going to be in the dumps for a little while after this move. I don't think that was the way to go. But, you know, that's what they do. Uh, ownership, it's they own the team, so they can do what they want. Unfortunately for the fans of those teams who have to deal with real, their owners messing up their franchise. Real quick, I thought about you. We talked a little bit about the Dolphins. But, man, I, I, I told you at the beginning of the year I, I kind of liked the pick and I kind of liked the way this team was playing, even though they were – giving up every single good player that they had. Yeah. That team is playing for for uh their head what's the head coach? Brian Flores. Brian Flores. Yeah, no, he's earned my he's earned my trust now. I mean I'm I'm pretty much behind the guy. I mean I can I can actually the, see light at the end of the tunnel. For them I, to finish the season five and four after starting 0 seven, that wasn't like they lucked into one no, win. I no. mean, they played pretty good, solid. And football some of those get losses were, were were close. Were close losses. Games Reasonable. they yeah. had wins, they yeah. had leads, and they they surrendered. Yeah, the Jets beat them on a last second field goal, or they would have had six out of nine. But anyway, no, I think Brian Flores did a great job. And the thing with Brian Flores and, and the Dolphins is Brian Flores, I feel, is doing the best job of transferring what he learned from Bill Belichick. Yes, that's through the same way. He doesn't care about the star player so much he knows he needs some star players but he just wants to get a bunch of guys out there who want to run to the football and get it get the job done and that's all belichick ever does i mean if you're a superstar player you better play to a superstar caliber if not they're going to get rid of you and bring in somebody else who will play and play for a lot less money i i, I think back to how the whole mika fitzpatrick thing was happening how he stood up in that, pre- that press conference even when it was kenny stills he was talking about he had a lot of those veteran guys on that team early in the year, early in the year, and when it came time 
to have to move him. He had to stand up in front of the press and give them reasons. And we may have disagreed with the reasoning, but you can kind of see at the end of the year what the the, the method to his madness was. Yeah, paid off. No doubt about it. All right, we got to step away. Big show ahead. Chris versus the Fanda now. We got Bethel Duran coming up. A big five, a countdown. Odd Thomas, Jerry Brewer will join us. KJ Fagan is coming on the show as well. Big time show ahead. This is Gwen and Chris. San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3, The Fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 